Hello team, welcome to the Strong, Healthy, Happy podcast. The podcast that teaches you how to build a strong, healthy, happy body with an anti-diet culture and mental health approach. I'm Liz Campbell, owner and trainer at M12 Fitness. Let's get on with today's episode so you can start building a strong, healthy, happy body. Today we're going to talk about planes of motion. These are things we use every day without really realizing it. Uh, But now after listening to today's episode, I hope you'll be able to recognize each plane of movement you do use in your everyday life. So today I'm going to tell you all about what the planes of movement are, what they include, and how you can combine them to make your workout more fun and effective. So when you're moving during daily activities like chores or during exercise, your body moves in several different dimensions. Your body itself can move forwards and backwards, side to side, up and down, and it can rotate, which uses your trunk or your core. The three planes of motion are sagittal, frontal, and transverse. The sagittal plane divides the body into right and left sides. The frontal plane divides the body into front and back portions. And then the transverse plane divides the body into top and bottom sections. Now I want you to think of each plane as either an imaginary line or almost like a glass window that divides your body into opposing segments when standing in something called the anatomical position. Now the anatomical position It's just simply a stance where you stand up straight with your arms at your sides with your palms facing forward. If you want to figure out the plane of motion of a particular movement, I want you to consider how that movement would interact with these three different planes. If a movement is occurring in that plane of motion, that movement will run in parallel to that imaginary line or glass window that you're envisioning. Let's use a step-up movement as an example. When you step up onto whatever apparatus you're using, it might be a box or a set of stairs, something like that, the flexion that's happening in your knee, hip, and ankle are all parallel to the sagittal plane line that's cutting your body into right and left sides. If you're doing, for example, a standing side leg raise, which is basically you standing up straight and lifting one of your legs straight out to the side, that exercise is happening in the frontal plane because your leg is moving parallel to the frontal plane line that is cutting your body into front and back pieces. If you swing a golf club, that rotational movement occurs in the transverse plane because your torso rotation runs parallel to the line that's dissecting your body into a top section and a bottom section. So now we're going to get into each plane on its own, starting with the sagittal plane, but this is where it may get a little confusing. Movements that occur in the sagittal plane happen in front of us or behind us, but the sagittal line itself is the line that's cutting us into right and left sides. Remember that the limb or movement is always moving in parallel to that imaginary line slash glass window you're thinking about. The sagittal plane is the plane we're most familiar with because a lot of our everyday movements happen in this plane, like walking, typing, texting, eating, etc. Sagittal movements include flexion or a bending movement that decreases 
the angle at a joint, for example, if you're curling up in a bicep curl. Extension, which is an extending movement that increases the angle at a joint, or if you're lowering that weight down uh, after your bicep curl. Hyperextension, which is extending the angle at a joint beyond neutral, which is something you don't ever ever want to do. Hyperextension is bad. Uh, Dorsiflexion, which is bending at the ankle so the top of your foot moves towards your shin. And then we also have plantar flexion, which is pushing your foot down and away from the body. Plantar relates to the sole of the foot. If you ever had a plantar wart, that is why it is called that. It is a wart on the sole of your foot. Examples of exercises that take place in this sagittal plane include bicep curls, like I was just saying, forward or reverse lunges, squats, vertical jumping, and running. There there are a few more, but I'm just going to give you some examples uh, that I hope you'll be able to envision. So moving on next, we have the frontal plane. The frontal plane divides the body into front or anterior and back or posterior sections. If you've ever had someone say, call their bum their posterior, that is why it's on the backs of our bodies. Movements that occur in the frontal plane are lateral or side to side movements. These movements include abduction, which is moving or moving a limb laterally and away from the midline of the body. The midline of the body is actually where the sagittal plane cuts through us, separating our bodies from right to left. We also have adduction, which is moving or moving a limb towards the midline of our body. So abduction is away, adduction is towards. After that, we have elevation, which is moving the scapula or our shoulder blades up. Depression, which is the opposite of that, just simply moving our shoulder blades down. Eversion, which is rolling the foot towards uh, the inside, towards uh, that midline, and then inversion, which is rolling our foot towards the outside or away from that midline. Movements in this plane are less common than sagittal movements in our day-to-day lives. We're more likely to walk forwards or backwards rather than side to side, or reach for something in front of us, again, rather than just straight out to the side of us. Some examples of movements that happen in this plane include side lunges, lateral shoulder raises, or a side delt raise, or a standing side leg raise, uh, just like I mentioned earlier. Lastly, the transverse plane divides your body into upper, also known as the superior, and lower or inferior sections, and movements in this plane generally involve rotation. So movement in this plane is probably the least common, and actually injuries occur most often during these movements. Movements in the transverse plane include rotation, so moving the torso or a limb around its vertical axis, pronation, which is rotating the forearm or foot to a palm side or foot side down position, supination, which is rotating the forearm or foot to a palm side or foot side up position. So pronation, supination, those two are opposites. We also have horizontal abduction. 
So moving the upper arm away from the midline of the body when it is elevated to 90 degrees. And then we have horizontal adduction, moving the upper arm towards the midline of the body when it is elevated to 90 degrees. Um, examples of everyday activities that happen in the frontal plane are turning your head or turning a doorknob. Exercises that occur in the transverse plane include hitting that golf ball I was talking about, swinging a bat, or also a seated twist. Combining moving in all planes of movement is great for a fitness routine because some everyday movements combine moving in these different planes. If you, for example, heave a big bag of dog food into your car from your shopping cart, that combines both your sagittal and your transverse planes. You combine the planes of movement if your fitness training is more functional-based. If you want to know more about functional training, you can hear all about it in episode 19 of this podcast. It's also very common for us to have a favorite plane of motion. For example, doing the same fitness activity or the same exercises over and over again. And rightfully so, as humans, we're conditioned to do things that just feel comfortable to us. You do want to make sure you include movement from all planes of motion in your workout routine. One way to make those changes is to challenge yourself to do a different exercise that works the same muscles as one of your favorite exercises. For example, if you like doing regular squats, which occur in the sagittal plane, switch it up and challenge yourself by doing a side or lateral lunge instead, which works in the frontal plane. Also, don't be afraid to combine your exercises in the different planes at the same time. For example, doing a basic bicep curl and a reverse lunge at the same time or a reverse lunge with a side twist. Combining exercises like this as well can also save you time and give you a more of an effective workout. If you have any questions about today's episode, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at M12FitnessLiz, or you can simply send me an email to M12FitnessCalgary at gmail.com. That's our episode. Thanks so much for your time, team. I always appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to like, share, subscribe, and I would truly appreciate a review if you feel so inclined to leave one. Check out what M12 Fitness is all about and what we offer at m12fitness.com. That's m12fitness.com. And find us on Facebook and Instagram at m12fitnessliz. Thanks again so much for being part of the team, and I'll be back with more soon.